Welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness, where we explore health, fitness, transitioning, and queer life from beyond the binary. Proudly brought to you by Fearless Movement Collective, the home of queer fitness and health. And here's your host, Bowie Stover. Hi there, welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness. This is episode 54. My name is Bowie Stover. My pronouns are they, them. And I am stoked to have you join me today. This show is recorded on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty never was and never will be ceded, and I pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging. This episode, friends, we're going to be looking at cardio training. Now, from all my years as a coach, it is consistently the one form of training that most people dread. And I used to be one of those people too. (laughs) Shocking. Trainers don't have to like cardio. (laughs) Now, just to be clear, this is not an episode where I'm going to try and convince you that you need to change your mind or your opinion about cardio or that you have to do it. Don't worry. I'm actually going to share with you how I began to approach cardio training and how that changed my mind about it because... I used to think that cardio training was the worst. I didn't like it. I avoided it at all costs. I would do anything else but cardio. It was something that always involved leaving me like desperately gasping for breath and like my lungs were on fire. (laughs) It seemed that no matter how much of it I tried to do, it never actually got easier or more comfortable. So I just stopped doing it. (laughs) Simple as that. (laughs) It's like, it's not for me. (laughs) Now, I am 100% sure that this is a pretty common experience for so many people. And just from the people that I have trained over the years and what I've heard them share, it seems to be that So many people find cardio uncomfortable or overwhelming, intimidating, and it's okay. You see, I get that cardio is pushed as this thing that we're all, quote your fingers, supposed to do because it's so good for us and heart health and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But seriously, up until just a couple years ago, I didn't do it. Not in the classical sense of cardio training. And as a trainer, as someone who understands and works with bodies, I get the health implications that come from cardio-based activities. But for me, it could not be outweighed by the discomfort and the lack of enjoyment that I felt with practicing it. Now, as I mentioned, it was only a few years ago that I actually began to practice some intentional cardio training. And... I'd been avoiding it so long that I sat myself down, (laughs) had a little chat with internal Bowie. I was just like, look, what's going on? Why am I avoiding this? Because really was it the discomfort? Because I have trained in so many ways that have been uncomfortable, like highly uncomfortable. But I had this perception about cardio training versus weight training, which is where my focus has always been a majority of the time, weight training, developing strength. And that is not comfortable. It's definitely not. And when I reflected on it and looked at the way I train with kettlebells, I mean, I can tell you right now that a good 
kettlebell swing session gets the heart rate up like you would not believe. And if that's cardio, elevated heart rate, it's like, well, what's going on here? And so much of it comes to perception, I think. And when I started questioning why I was actually avoiding it, it really prompted me to start kind of assessing what was going on. Because if I could enjoy an elevated heart rate and in an intense kind of cardio endurance session based off kettlebell swings, why couldn't I go out and do something that, you know, those classically perceived cardio sessions like running or swimming or biking or something like that? Now, I'm pretty sure I just have in my head that anything to do with kettlebells is majestic. (laughs) And that definitely plays a part here. (laughs) I know I've talked about kettlebells in the past, but I seriously just have an obsession with them. (laughs) They are my favorite way to train. They're my favorite tool to use when I move. And that definitely influenced my thinking around what I was willing to do when it came to elevating my heart rate. But there's different ways of developing cardio. So when you're using a weight and your heart rate gets elevated, that's called time under tension. So it's a way of increasing your heart rate based off the amount of tension you're generating in your body, which causes pressure through your torso, through the rest of your body, which naturally increases your heart rate. But what I found I was avoiding was that steady state cardio training. And this is cardio training where for an extended period of time, you're maintaining an elevated heart rate. And this comes from activities like jogging, like cycling, any of those cardio machines, ellipticals and stuff like that. Anything where you can sustain a consistently elevated heart rate over a period of time, it's known as steady state cardio. And this is what I really was avoiding. Not time under tension, which is just a little bit different. Both do get your heart rate up, but the health implications and the outcomes from that style of training can just be a little bit different in how they influence the body. Now, When I decided that I needed to introduce it a little bit more into my life because I was avoiding it, (laughs) I just wanted to challenge myself. If I was avoiding it that much, I'm like, maybe you need to just just do it. Just do something. So (laughs) I did. And I started with jogging. And I found it not very fun. (laughs) I would go out and take my dog Floki for a run. He loved it. (laughs) I did not. But I kept just grinding away at it, even though I didn't enjoy it. I didn't want to let jogging get the better of me. (laughs) It's like, take this jogging, like, I'm going to keep going. Eventually, I'm going to have to start liking it. (laughs) No, (laughs) that's okay. Now, I want to point out that if you're not enjoying a practice, it becomes really hard to sustain, regardless of those box ticking of the positive health implications or whatever. If you don't enjoy it, you're just not going to do it. But that's okay. (laughs) You don't have to like certain things and then you don't have to do them. Now, in hindsight, I realize this, that it is okay to not like a particular physical activity, regardless of what, there's always that messaging out there that's like, you do this, like, and it's in, it's in so much stuff that we see. It's in those motivational quotes talking about, you know, when you're out running, you're beating that person on the couch and all that sort of crap. So there's this underlying tone that, you know, you should just do it regardless, because if you're doing it, then you're being better than someone else. Like, don't even get me started on how fucked that messaging is. But (laughs) there's this 
underlying tone that you should just be doing these things and just because they're good for you. But you don't have to and you don't have to like everything and you don't have to do it. What? Yes, that is absolutely right. Now, if you don't like running and jogging, you don't have to do it. And I know this is something that so many folks try. I mean, for multiple reasons, it's pretty accessible. Put some shoes on, go outside and just run about, you know. <laughs> it's an accessible activity and it's one that so many people commonly start when it comes to cardio in some form that's not like a specifically structured uh, training session. Now, after I moved to Melbourne, I began working at a training space that had a few pieces of cardio equipment and there were rowing machines, there were airdynes, aka assault bikes, skio, which is a machine that simulates the strokes of ski poles. Oh, that one is intense. <laughs> and I would pop on those once a week as part of a group training session that the training studio ran and I would obliterate myself. Now I want to note that this was the culture of the space I worked in and trained at at the time as well. It was mostly tended by semi-pro athletes, ultra marathon runners and first responders, people who were very physically fit and in really good training condition. <laughs> and as a coach there, I felt this pressure that I had to be able to keep up with them because I was a coach. I had to show them what I was capable of. I had to show them that I was good enough to be a coach at that space training those people and that was totally toxic it was a really damaging mindset and for me it has taken many years to work through that and I stopped working there and I stopped training there years ago now but it's taken so much time to try and shift that mindset that I had around how I trained and I know this is a common thing as well. There's this pressure from people to have to try and show up or do what someone else is doing or meet someone else's standard. And that's not okay, but it is so common. And it often leads to you not wanting to do the thing because that pressure is not fun. I mean, some people might find it fun, but it's not always enjoyable if it's unwanted, but it's this like unspoken expectation that you may feel is there and that was my experience now it wasn't until after I left that training space that I began to look at how I could introduce cardio focus sessions into my training that a way that felt good for me because I liked the training machines that were there I liked those cardio machines I I did enjoy the movement that they asked me to do and I wanted to figure out how I could add that now, I began with kettlebell sessions because it's what I was really familiar with and because I really love kettlebell training. So I went back to that time under tension cardio training just to introduce that elevated heart rate to my sessions. And I was comfortable with that. And once I felt good about that, I went and got myself a rowing machine. <laughs> and I really enjoyed that. I felt rowing was something that I felt okay doing. Now, because my previous ex experience with rowing had been one where I was really forced to like hit certain distances or 
set certain times or be competing against other people that were there. My my former mentor uh, and the person who owned the space I worked at really enjoyed pitting people against each other in competition to see who could go faster. We would do team activities or we'd do individual activities and we had, there was records kept and stuff, but there was this constant pressure to try and beat people's records. So it, it, it was challenging. And so when I started rowing, I really had to try and figure out how I could approach this in a way that I didn't fall into that mindset. I didn't fall back into that trap. And it was a process. But I started by just going slow. I would just hop on my rowing machine. I'd be like, I'm not trying to set any speed records. I'm not here for endurance. I just want to row. So I'd hop on and I'd row for just 10 minutes at a super chill pace. I was here at our training studio by myself. I was like, this is okay. You can do this. There's nothing to, there's nothing to be, no expectations here. <laughs> and that was a big learning moment for me because I started to realize that it was okay for me to work at whatever pace that felt right for me. And this is something that so many folks who train don't necessarily get the opportunity because there are trainers out there who think that everything needs to be pushed. Everything needs to be better than the last time. And it's a really toxic and unhelpful way to approach training, particularly if your your goals with getting some cardio sessions in, it's not to compete in anything. It's not to break records. If you're just doing it because you want to elevate your heart rate a little bit and do something that maybe you enjoy, that's okay. It doesn't have to be turned into this big, massive challenge where it's all about whatever pace you can go and how to beat that. And I learned a lot from that. And one of the biggest things I realized is I could actually enjoy myself and feel really good about going at a slower pace and just working through at a tempo that felt right for me. And sometimes I would be able to go a little bit faster and sometimes I would go a little bit slower, but it was all dependent on that day. And I'm I made an effort to be okay with that and that felt weird, <laughs> but it's possible. And when it, this is, I can, I can say this for any training, for any person that it's all about where you're at on the day. Don't think that there's this unwritten rule out there that says that every time you train, you have to, you know, meet X, Y, Z expectations because that's not true. And each day can be different for our bodies in where our energy is at, in where our movement is at. And there's so many contributing factors to that. So anytime you're approaching training, please don't think it has to be an all-out effort or that everything's got to be based on you beating some previous weight or volume of whatever, because that's just not the case. Now, what I found really interesting and what I realized was that by going at a super chill intensity and just working through in a way that I enjoyed... I actually really began to see improvements in my cardio fitness. And this is so contrary to the messaging out there as well, that it's like, it's all about high intensity sessions to get the results that you want. It's like, that's not true. And I was realizing this because I wasn't going fast. I was going at a, at a cruisy, maybe, maybe 50%, maybe 40% effort. I wasn't going fast or intensely, but I was feeling more and more comfortable with my breathing, with my movements. And over time, my ability to row at a certain intensity meant that my pace would go faster, even though my exertion didn't. 
And that's a huge sign of improvements in fitness. I was like, wow, why had no one told me this sooner? <laughs> I don't have to smash myself to enjoy myself doing a cardio activity. And secondly, to gain improvements in my cardio capacity. So that was a big thing for me. And it not only changed my training, but it changed the way that I realized I could help train other people. Because if you can take out that high intensity stuff, which is so many people avoid because it's not fun. It's not always fun. It's not comfortable. And many people out there don't want to be pushed through to those high levels of discomfort and you don't have to. Now, the path that I followed with getting into cardio was pretty conventional. I used cardio machines. I tried jogging. Like They're pretty common ways to get into cardio training, but it doesn't have to be that way. And I think the most important thing, regardless of what you're doing, is that the practice that you're doing is enjoyable for you. And it gets your heart rate up in a way that feels good for you, that feels okay. <laughs> that is what is most important, that you can enjoy what you're doing, that you can feel good about it, that it's achievable. If something is not achievable, if before you even go into a session, you're dreading it, that is the wrong type of session for you. <laughs> That's not okay. You never want to be in that situation. Now, if you have ever found yourself thinking that you could never possibly enjoy a cardio session, I get it. <laughs> totally get that. And it's very likely that you've had your own personal, 100% legitimate reasons for this. And it can be based off previous experiences or just the fact that, you know what, some people just aren't overly physically active and that is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Some people like being active. Some people have an interest in that and some people don't. And it's not wrong to not be a physically active person. Contrary to what the messaging out there says with all the negative messaging and the focus on, well, if you don't do these things, your health is this and that and it's bad and blah, blah, blah. You don't actually have to like being physically active and that is 100% okay. So if that is you, if you are pretty sedentary, you don't really do a lot of stuff and you feel good about that, that's okay. Feel good about that, friend. There's nothing wrong with that. It's all preferential, right? The same way that some people like certain sports and not other ones. Who's to, who, who made this rule? This is what I want to know. <laughs> who made this rule that everyone has to like being active and if you don't then there's like something quote your fingers wrong with you because it's just not the case you can just be someone who doesn't enjoy being physically active and there is nothing wrong with that just throwing that one out there <laughs> because there's so much pressure from all this messaging that's out there to to say that you have to be active you have to do this stuff you have to move your body you can move your body you can move your body however the plop you want you don't have to move your body. That is your choice. You have free choice here, regardless of what anyone else says. <sighs> but if you have thought that maybe you would like to move your body, because I have so many people come to me and they're just like, I just want to move a bit more. I want to do something and move my bodies in some ways it feels good. Perfect because that's totally okay as well. And I strongly encourage you to try out as many ways as you can if you are interested in getting moving. There is no wrong way to do it. 
there's not there's not uh, there's this conventional image that you know training has to be a certain way it's got to be structured a certain way it's got to look like a certain thing you know it's got to be high intensity it has to be you know set out it's not that's just not true our bodies don't have this capacity to be like, well, I've just done a sequence of 30 second sprints and 30 second walks. So I'm going to count that as exercise. But if you walk up the stairs, oh no, no, that wasn't set out in the right structure. So I'm going to ignore that. That didn't count. It's like, it's not how it works. (laughs) Moving your body in any way that you can is going to do something for you. And if it feels good for you to do that, perfect. But don't think that it's got to be some conventional or specifically structured way to do it and this is what those obvious forms of training does those things like jogging and running cycling swimming all those cardio machines like I tried out gym classes with those high intensity boot camps and stuff like that yoga and pilates or team sports there's some pretty classic ways that many people approach physical activity or approach any sort of cardio training and stuff like that and there's nothing wrong with that but they're not the only ways. Now, that is not an exhaustive list. <laughs> there are so many different ways that, that people can train. And though those ones are considered conventional, some kind of quotey fingers, unconventional ways of training are things like dancing, hiking, like actual rowing, uh, canoeing or kayaking, power walking, zoo workouts. They're the ones where you pretend to be like zoo animals. Oh, it looks so much fun. And I, I tell you what, I, I incorporate some animal movements into the training that I do generally. And I do and work with the crew as well. And they're exhausting. <laughs> Having to move your own body weight around. It's one of the most exertive things that you can do. You don't need weights. <laughs> Climbing is another one. Even sex makes a great cardio session. So, you know, if you need more of a reason to have sex (laughs) for training purposes. (laughs) But don't think that to get benefit from moving your body, that it has to be in a specific way. And it can be really limiting, especially if you're someone who doesn't really feel like certain ways of moving or certain ways of uh, lifestyle choices really fit with who you are. So feel really good about that if you did want to explore something. Find something that is going to work for you. But whatever you try out, I cannot emphasize enough to just start slow. Don't go in with these expectations that you're going to hammer things out or you have to set a goal or you've got to beat yourself every week from the time before with what pace or intensity or anything that you're doing. Give yourself time to adjust. Allow yourself to rest as you need as well, because when you first get active, if this is something that you want to try, and this could even have been the reason why maybe you tried something in the past and then decided you didn't like it. When we go and try something new and we're like all in or we're pushed into this all or nothing mentality right from the start, it can become unenjoyable real fast. (laughs) And that can be a deterrent. Because if we don't want to do that and we feel like we have to, it's like, well, I don't want to go somewhere I feel like I have to do something that I don't really want to do. I want to take it slow. Friend, I'm telling you, it's okay. Take it slow. Work at a pace that feels right for you. Your training, and I say this all the time, but your training is all about you. It's what you like. It's what you feel good about doing. So please listen to yourself before you listen to any other person or a coach or anyone who's out there trying to tell you otherwise. Because all that matters is what feels right for you. No one else can tell you what you should or shouldn't enjoy. 
only you can do that. And if you do decide to try some new activities, don't need to do it every day. You could do it maybe once a week. I could even I would even advise that to start with. Start with like once a week. Do one thing. Then you're done. Give yourself time to adjust. Give yourself time to get a feel for how you feel before and how you feel afterwards if you are going to try something out that may elevate your heart rate a little bit. Because it's easy to fall in that trap of going too hard too fast. And just allow yourself to take each day as it comes. If you're just going out and doing a thing because you're ticking a box, I'd have a look at how much benefit you're actually getting from that. Sure, physically you might be getting some benefit, but what about the mental side of things? Our mental health is so important and it's tied to our physical health. And just because you can do physical activity, as was my experience when I first started training, I was smashing out high intensity training sessions at the gym where I was working at. And sure, for my physical health, it was great, but my mental health, it was shot. I, I felt so unhappy. I wasn't enjoying training. I felt so much pressure constantly to be getting it right, to be beating my previous training sessions. Like that's not okay. That is not a good combination. And there's nothing worth trading off whatever physical outcomes you may get by compromising your mental health. That's not that's not good. <laughs> so take every day as it comes. If you're not feeling good about a certain thing on the day, you don't have to do it. You're not failing. There's no failure here because there's no standard that you need to meet. There's only where you're at and that's okay. Now, if you're someone that just doesn't really enjoy being overly active, Friend, I can't emphasize enough, and I know I said it a moment ago, but I'm going to say it again. This is totally valid. You don't have to be active. And you don't have to train at all. Do what feels right for you, regardless of what other people may say. <laughs> you are free to live your life any plopping way that you like. And that is okay. So please feel good about that. There is No one has the right to shame you. For the choices that you make, then just stay in their lane. If someone's having a go at you for what you're doing, like, why aren't they focusing on themselves? Your life choices do not impact them. So feel really good about standing firm with where you're at with what your choices are. Tell someone to mind their business, keep in their own lane. Like, <laughs> look after themselves. You've got you. Just tell them to just, you know, they just keep track of themselves. <laughs> you don't have to do what anyone else says, friends. So let's have a quick look at what we've touched on today. I've shared my experience with you around cardio training and the challenges of training and work in a toxic training culture. And this is so common, particularly in spaces where coaches think they know the best way to train. They think they are right. They think that, you know, they, they are it and everyone should just do what they say regardless of how a person thinks or feels. And that's not okay. It's harmful. I know it impacted my training and how I felt about me and it's taken years to work through that. So if you found yourself in that space or you currently find yourself in that space, friend, just know it's, it's okay. You don't have to meet anyone's expectations. You don't have to be setting goals for anyone. And if you're not enjoying it, it is 100% okay to change what you're doing. It is not failure. You need to do what works for you and what feels right for you. 
Now I've had a bit of a look at some conventional and unconventional practice that you may or may not like to try out. And these are certainly not exhaustive lists <laughs> by any means. <laughs> Explore, friend, talk to people. There are so many ways that you could potentially practice getting active if you so choose. There are so many ways that you could try moving to elevate your heart rate. And I really, I encourage you to explore as many options as you feel interested in. And I would also took a moment to remember that you don't have to train and you don't have to like training and that is okay. <laughs> I don't think that is said enough. I think people are just shamed into thinking they should, quote your fingers, should be doing something when they may just not want to and there's nothing wrong with that. So feel good about that. If you are someone who doesn't like being active, that's okay. You certainly don't have to be. You are the only person living your life and you can have any type of lifestyle that you like and that is okay. <laughs> Does it feel good about that? Whatever it is that you're choosing, that is the most important thing that you can do. And that goes for whether or not you are trying something out or whether you've decided, you know what, maybe you just don't like it. The same way I had the realization, like, I just don't like jogging. I don't like running. I'm not going to do it. That's okay. I don't have to like it. That was a pretty surprising realization. But just know you don't have to like training. You don't have to like particular types of training. Do what feels right for you. You can find all the details from today's show in the show notes at our website, www.fearlessmovement.co. If you're enjoying the show and you know other folks who may find some benefit from listening, whether it's this episode or another one, please share it with them. If you can help someone out, if one of these episodes can help someone out. That is what it's all about. And if you have any questions about this episode or any of the other episodes, or you just want to have a chat with us and look at how maybe we could support you, you can go to our website, www.fearlessmovement.co. You can message us there. You can also check out our free trial or jump in and try one of our programs that we have available. If you don't want to talk to us through our website, you can find us on social media, uh, at Facebook by going to Fearless Movement Collective or Instagram, which is where we are most active, by going to non-gender fitness at the handle non underscore gender underscore fitness or me, Bowie, as the dot no dot t dot nb. Remember, friends, we rolled our Fearless Movement Collective Instagram account and non-gender fitness together. They are all in the one location at non underscore gender underscore fitness. If you don't follow us there, go do that. <laughs> And until next week, friend, remember, there are no rules when it comes to what you want to do with your body. Your lifestyle is your choice. So if you do choose to try out a little training, feel good about that. But just know that there is nothing wrong with changing your mind or not liking the activity that you're doing. Have a right as day, pal. <laughs>